better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Uh, We have Michael on the podcast today. So he hasn't been on the podcast in a little bit. So welcome, Michael. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to you all out there. Yeah. So what we wanted to do today, uh, it being, well, we're recording this on January 1st, and we wanted to do a essentially a year in review for what happened for TCM Hub. Um, the reason why we wanted to do this is because we are a business, you are all in business, and so uh, we just wanted to take some time to acknowledge the accomplishments that we've done and then also just give you some insight on how we strategize what we do, how we track what we do, how we are able to accomplish as much as we do um, in hopes that it will be really helpful for you all as well. So let's get started. Um, so the first, I'm going to start with our results. Uh, the results for 2023. This isn't a full list um, because we actually did quite a bit. So we had to consolidate this list a little bit um, to keep it really focused. But um, we did go, we had a 39% revenue growth from last year, uh, despite consolidating our offers dramatically, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. But in 2023, we launched Harmonize. So we did three successful harmonizes uh, that all sold out. Plus, we have one coming up in just a couple of weeks in Gaithersburg, Maryland, which also sold out. Uh, we set up our TCM Hub Studio, which is and also launched this podcast, Better Skills, Better Doctors. And we did 38 episodes. And we also, uh, what was it, on Buzz, Buzzsprout, which is our podcast hosting um, platform. Uh, This podcast was in the top 25% of podcasts, which is pretty amazing. Uh, And apparently I'm big in Australia. (laughs) You are. Your number one city was Melbourne. Yeah, that was so crazy. Anyways, which is totally mind blowing to know that my ramblings are heard across the world. (laughs) So it's really bizarre. Anyways, um, we did a really cool project with Diana Herman. We recorded and released her project called Strategic Dermatology, which is excellent. And if you haven't heard about it, I'd suggest you go check it out, especially if you have any interest in treating dermatological conditions. Let's see, we tried some new things, new email marketing sequences. We hired a coach for ourselves. Uh, We really invested um, quite a bit of money in that. It was actually a $15,000 program. And um, for us to grow this company. Uh, we, I'll talk more about this, but we 
consolidated and actually dropped our webinar catalog. Again, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, we adopted some new software and learned how to use it. Uh, we recorded some commercials with our colleague, Chris Valeski. Uh, we bought a new truck. If anybody wants to listen to a previous podcast about how our previous car was stolen and <laughs> right out of our driveway, right out of our driveway on Labor Day weekend, uh, you can listen back to that podcast. But um, we ended up buying a new truck, which is fun because that's what we're going to be taking on the road for our harmonized trainings. Uh, what else do we do here? Uh, we put up a new chart. Yeah, January twenty. I'm sorry, April twenty twenty four. Um, harmonize, which is going to be, we're still working on that. That's going to be a slightly different offer, um, mm -hmm. still harmonize, but better. So we have more of that to flesh out, but we made that decision. And, um, Michael's going to have a new project, a GYN residency this year. And, you know, I actually just added this while you were downstairs and totally forgot about it. I don't know how, but we started a new hub community platform this year. We transferred it all over from our previous platform on Locals to Circle, and that was a huge endeavor. And we went through an entire year on this new platform, and it's been great. So that's just a small, I know that was a lot, but it was actually just a small list of all the things that we did this year. Now, um, where we started, you know, TCM Hub started really in 2021 as a CEU company. And uh, meaning that, you know, we had a bunch of, you know, a lot of different instructors all still focused on herbal medicine training. But, you know, we were offering webinars, uh, webinars for CEUs, and we were super proud of that. And um, that's how TCM Hub started. And we created Harmonize kind of all within that. And in 2023, we decided to constrain our offerings to focus primarily on Harmonize. And now we only have about, we have two CEU webinars in our catalog, which are Strategic Herbology by Dr. Jason Ginsberg and Strategic Dermatology by Diana Herman. And, you know, we kept those two because they're unique and they also complement our mission and our brand. And so, um, so that was probably our biggest change mm -hmm. that we made. Our biggest decision in 2023 was to, consolidate and constrain our focus. Now you might be asking, how did we get so much done? <laughs> and we did it, you know, as a new company, again, just starting in 2021. And it was a mix of planning and also a, a mix of winging it, you know, <laughs> having an idea and then just going for it. And that's totally normal for a young company. It's what we affectionately call brute force and ignorance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so that's kind of the process that you have to go through as a new company. It's as a new business. You just try shit and see how it goes. And if that works, then you keep it. If it doesn't work, you keep going. And it's just trying and failing and trying and failing until something sticks and you stay with that until it doesn't work for you anymore. And then you keep doing it. Rinse and repeat. Right. So. Um, so, yeah. So it was a mix of planning, which is my specialty, <laughs> and then a mix of just having ideas, which is Michael's specialty, and then us just trying it and going for it. And so for 2024, we plan to there to be a lot less winging it. Right. Just a, we had a meeting a couple of days ago um, deciding on what we want to have or what we want to do for 2024, what projects we want to 
have on the docket. And then with that, we have a much clearer vision of what we plan to offer and how to execute them. And because we decided on, you know, what I, you know, they're effect, they're essentially destinations. You know, each project is a destination that we're trying to reach. Um, and because we decided on destinations ahead of time to aim for, we can now create strategies on how to achieve them. And we've, in that, we've created the space to learn what we need to learn in order to execute those strategies and meet our goals. So, um, so yeah, so making decisions ahead of time is, is the new theme for this year. (laughs) Right. You don't like doing things on the fly. Oh God, I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. But you know, sometimes you do it. Sometimes that's what it is. That's, I mean, it's part of any, any growing endeavor. You're going to have some things that are planned and and then things that come up and you've got to respond on Mm -hmm. the fly and you try to anticipate things as much as you can, but I think no matter what, there'll always be some of that. But I think what you're getting at primarily is how to mitigate the amount of things that we're doing on the fly. Right. And all of it is, you know, it's all based out of really knowing what we want, having that vision, having staying true to the mission and what we're trying to accomplish. Because, I, you know, we have morning coffee every morning or every geez, we have coffee every morning and we come up with some pretty rad ideas, but not ones that are necessarily going to bring us closer to our mission, you know, maybe for a future project or maybe for a whole other business, you know, and sometimes we do come up with some pretty great ideas and we just kind of have to let them go because they're not in line with our mission. Yeah. And you're, you're hitting on the most, one of the most important lessons that you learn in business is that ideas are abound. There's plenty of ideas. Tons of people have tons of ideas. And the ones that are really successful are the ones that learn how to say no, especially to ideas that are really great, especially to ideas that might make you a lot more money or, you know, extend your reach or whatever. Um, If they're not in alignment with your goal um, and you're in it, they're taking your focus away from the thing that you're trying to make better then you have to say no. And that's one of the toughest lessons because, I mean, I come up with a hundred amazing ideas. I'm doing air quotes for those of you out there, amazing ideas all the time. But then when I look at them in the context of what our broader mission is or what we're trying to accomplish, I realize that those are just going to be sidebars, sidetracks, things that are going to take away from the quality of things that we um, really have our focus on and our attention. Right. Exactly. So it's not easy, but yeah. Because this is what people do. It's that they get a good idea and then they just change direction. Yeah, we talk about this all the time. That's the whole, you know, the emotional cycle. That Mm -hmm. idea that, you know, (laughs) you hear about something good, you start chasing after it, Mm -hmm. you know, then you realize it's harder than you thought. And then the next shiny object comes up and then you start over again. We talk all about this at Harmonize and and it's actually a theme of a lot of people's lives. Um, And I think you did speak about that, Rebecca in the beginning of this where we decided to chop our webinar catalog. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're about to go into that or not, but the the choice to do that was basically in service to this very this very thing, yeah. which is to say no to the things that are distracting us and to get really, really focused and really, really good at the one thing that is of the most importance to us. In this case right now, it, it's harmonized. And so 
rather than divide our attention, we focus all of our attention on making each and every iteration better than the one before. We listen carefully and we recreate it uh, to make it better. And when you have all of your attention focused on that, it's incredible what you can do. And even the slightest deviation of the slightest distraction takes away from the quality. And we decided that we weren't going to do that at all anymore and just stay focused. Right. Okay. And I will get into that. But first, we're going to talk about how do we know how much we did. And this is a little bit more of a nuts and bolts um, section for you all to take away. And really what this came down to, how do we know how much we did over the course of the year is because we did daily planning or yeah. And so what that means is every day I have a whiteboard uh, set up and I put down the top three things we want to accomplish for that day. And then at the end of the day, write down the top three things that we did accomplish. And sometimes the accomplishments match the plan and sometimes they don't. But um, so I do that every day. And then at the end of, I take a picture of it every day and put it in a folder. And then at the end of the month, I go back to all those photos and I write on that whiteboard everything that we did for that month. And then I take a picture of that. And then I keep doing that every month. And then at the end of the year, I look at every month, all the lists from every month of those pictures on a whiteboard, put it all on one big whiteboard for the year, and uh, and then take a picture of that. So we're actually sitting, as we're recording this podcast, we're staring at a large whiteboard with all the things that we did. And the reason why this is important, I know it sounds like super anal and it kind of is, but the reason why this is important, the reason why we do it this way is because as humans, we're not wired to stop and acknowledge our accomplishments or celebrate what we've done. What we're wired to do is to complete the thing and move forward, complete the thing, move forward, complete the thing from move forward and survive. That's it. And so to stop and recognize one to plan and then two to recognize these are very intentional behaviors and we are not naturally intentional. And so we have to circumvent our primal brain of our survival brain. And we have to be very intentional about creating, yeah, you know, a plan and then celebrating the things that we did. So, um, and the thing is, is like you all accomplish a lot more than you realize, but you never realize it because you don't stop to acknowledge it. And this is why so many, many people complain about being stuck. They're always complaining that they're stuck, that they're not growing, that they're not moving forward, that they're plateauing. And, I challenge that because, you know, they're so focused on the things that they didn't do and aren't paying any attention to everything that they did do. So that's one thing that you can take away from this podcast and something you can implement this week is top three things you want to accomplish for that day. Three things that you did accomplish, take a picture of it and record it every day and compile it at the end of every month and then at the end of the year. And you'll be so shocked 
by how much you have actually done. I promise you. So, um, so last section is what did we learn from 2023? And um, again, going back to, cause our biggest decision this year was to, uh, to eliminate the webinar catalog. That was our biggest decision and our biggest risk. Um, and we learned that the more divided our focus was, the harder it was to make harmonize the best it could possibly be, as we explained. And by constraining our offers, it actually made it possible for us to grow more because we could do what we needed to do for the one or two things that we kept and do them really, really well. And so to equate this to what you all are doing in practice, it's like we essentially decided to specialize. And because it was clear that our, our mission to get as many of you as possible to make a real living at practicing herbal medicine could only happen if we went all in on Harmonize. And admittedly, it was a really scary move because webinar sales were our primary source of income at that point. And But we moved forward anyways with the decision because a large catalog of webinars was ultimately not going to bring us closer to our mission. And our reasons for keeping the webinars, the webinar catalog, um, our reasons for keeping them were coming from a place of fear and scarcity, which we both agree is not how we want to build our business from. And so um, with that, you know, we really do want to thank all of our instructors that put out such great work. Um, You know, we were more than happy to give our peers an opportunity to teach and to grow. And, um, and we're so proud of the work that they did and the value that they put out into the world. Um, So it wasn't an easy decision for us. But it was the right decision, I think. We'll see. (laughs) So we'll see. So anything to add to this, Michael? No, I'm just I'm staring at the board that you just referenced. And it's just, yeah, it's kind of overwhelming. And it's an exercise that I personally admit I would probably have never done had Rebecca not introduced it. But each and every time we do this, especially at the end of the month, um, and then, yeah, very particularly at the end of the year, it's really amazing to see what you can accomplish in a year. And you do tend to forget. You, you just do. You can't keep track of everything in your head that you've accomplished. And when you see it written out in black and white, or in this case, it looks like it's a blue marker, blue and white, uh, it's it's humbling, actually, because the self-criticism we levy um, is usually not warranted. You do a lot more than you think you do. And you're accomplishing a lot more than you think you're accomplishing. And and your capacity and capability is significantly more than you might even be aware of. So this little simple exercise that Rebecca recommended, if you do it, uh, which I highly recommend you do, even if you do it for a couple of months, which will just feed into you doing it for the rest of the year, I promise, um, it will change the way that you see yourself. And that's one of the most important things if you're going to scale your business or scale your life is that you do need to grow into the person that does these kinds of things so that you can grow into the type of person that has the business that you dream of and imagine. And that's an important thing. It's might even be, it could even be considerably more important than your clinical skills. So anyway, happy new year to y'all. Yeah. Happy new year. And we're really excited for 2024. Thanks for joining us today and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.
Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.